Okay, another her on the street. So you probably uh, heard uh, Ben Youngblood's talk about the T cell stemness and exhaustion and how it's sort of a trajectory going from right. less differentiated to more differentiated right. and hopefully terminally differentiated cells that can then be turned off in the context of type 1 diabetes and right. immunity. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of that work in the field of chronic viral infection, mm -hmm. cancer, and even autoimmunity has been focused on CD8 T cells. Right. For CD4 T cells, it's a whole lot more complicated because they're a little bit more heterogeneous, right. more lineages than CD8s. And so it, it's still um, to some degree somewhat unclear what is what designates exhaustion in CD4 T cells. People are starting to move into that area, but it's still not fully answered question. Right. So that is something that we are trying to understand in our lab. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're looking in uh, pancreatic islands, so not mice. Um, and we applied um, different approaches to understand the um, heterogeneity of CD4 T cells in the pancreas to right. see if we can identify these more like less differentiated sibling cells and also as they progress to, is there such a thing as exhaustion for CD4 T cells? Right. So, uh, we, we can't find um, using like single cell RNA seq approaches, but also following up with um, looking at actual protein in these populations. We can define a population of cells that is starting to lose some effector functions like IL-21, so this is uh, purple and red, and IL-2, so you can right. see there's a decrease, mm -hmm. uh, but still retains partial function mm -hmm. based on interfering gamma. So okay. not complete loss of function, but does indicate some There is loss, partial, some loss. Yeah, partial exhaustion. Um, as far as more of a stem-like population for CD4 T-cells, we're still trying to um, define how important that is right. in type 1 diabetes. Uh, but we do see that there is this really significant proportion, so this is an NOD mice, about 30% of cells that infiltrate the pancreas have this naive like phenotype. Right. And a lot of, you know, other labs have observed this population, but it's mostly thought of as naive non-antigen specific cells that recruited non-specifically because of inflammation. But what we're able to see is that if we look at this population of naive-like cells, mm -hmm. we actually see that um, there is a significant proportion of tetramer-positive cells, meaning that there are antigen-specific. Right. So these are effectors, you know, it's very clear, but you can still see there is a frequency in CD6 also. And then we applied a really sensitive micropipette approach to measure antigen-specific cells that are not ca captured by tetramer because they're too low affinity to bind hepatitis mm -hmm. ligand. Right. And so what we, uh, when we do that, we can actually catch about seven percent of cells respond to one of the target epitopes. So right. two point five hem, the one that's kind of a standard one that people right. look at. Um, and then we can use this same approach, this very sensitive approach, to actually calculate the affinities of cells. And the reason that we see such a few frequency of tetramer cells is that a lot of these cells have actually lower affinity compared to the effector cells. Right. So, basically, you know, what does it mean? Right. Well, to us what it says is that um, there's definitely antigen-specific cells. 
that can be found in this naive bystander, what people think is a bystander population. Um, and we think that there's clones that come through this pathway that then can feed effector T cells. And this is sort of like the, the model of what we think right. is happening is that um, you know the effector population is actually heterogeneous. Right. But what is driving this differential um, you know, functional specification of CD4 T cells in the pancreas is the level of TCR signal. Um, and so, you know, what are like some of the follow-up questions to that is um, you know, are, are these lineages distinct? And is only one susceptible to exhaustion as opposed to the other one potentially more self-renewal? Um, or do they self-renew using different mechanisms? So what do you think these results will kind of lead next? Um, so one of the things that we're really interested in, and I think that, um, you know, again, you can um, sort of look at Ben Youngblood's work as um, initiating, you know, factor in, in this direction is we're looking at epigenetic profiling of these cells. And we, we did a um, whole genome um, epigenetic analysis, um, but we did it on bulk cells and we do see some interesting results. What we're currently doing is um, we just got the data for single cell RNA seq to actually see if we can define a signature for precursors whether these cells that are infiltrating and look naive-like but have an engine-specific, they actually have a genetic signature that's distinct from naive cells, bona fide naive cells. Okay. So, so they do show up there. Okay. So we, what we want to see next is can we find these cells in periphery? And um, is their frequency and proportion different depending how close or far away they are from the pancreas? Because the closer you, you know, draining pancreatic lymph node probably has some of these cells, but they are going to be exposed to antigen. So in reality, the source is most likely to be very peripheral. So that's something we actually want to show experimentally. That's really interesting, actually. I hadn't thought about it from that side of focusing more peripherally. But thank you. That was really informative, and I appreciate you letting us talk I have, to you. I have one more question. Yes. Um, based on the, the talks that you heard today, what was the thing that you found most exciting that could either propel your work or that your work could extend and augment? I think that the, the question um, that was raised during the talks today about what maintains autoimmune T-cell stemness, prevents them going to exhaustion, and how those is a completely unanswered question, but the ideas are, some of the ideas are either T-cell receptor affinity, which is something that our lab has been studying for a long time, T-cell receptor affinities, and connects autoimmune potential of cells, not just stemness. Right. Uh, but also thinking about alternative signals like cytokines. Right. That is something that, you know, we didn't really consider as much, but I think that we're definitely going to think about it more. Mm -hmm. yeah. The signal would definitely open up some other areas of study this time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.